What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. I am your host, Asia Abstin. Hello, guys. I've missed you like crazy. Um, That was When I'm in Your Arms by Cleo Soul. I could play y'all this entire song. It's like nine minutes of just fire. This girl's voice is insane. This song is insane. Um, I had to slow it down for episode 50 of the podcast. Can you believe we're on 50 episodes? Like, how nuts is that? Um, I've got an incredible interview for you guys today. Uh, I polled my Instagram audience and I asked them for some suggestions. Like, who should I have coming up on the podcast 2021? Like, who do you guys want on the show? And I got several requests for Shanika Adams. And I was really excited about that because I already followed her and I'm a fan of her anyway. So it was perfect timing. And I said, all right, guys, you know me. I always love to listen to my followers, my listeners, my subscribers, 200% say less. And uh, we've got Shanika with us today. So let's just hop right into the episode. Today, I've got a super exciting interview for you. Uh, I polled you guys on Instagram and asked you who you wanted to join me on the podcast. And the number one answer I got was Shanika Adams. And I was like, oh, well, fantastic. I love her. This should be great. But sis is busy. Sis is popping. Sis got 47 businesses. I don't know what how I'm going to make that happen. But here we are. I listen to you guys. Mission accomplished. Shanika Adams is with me. Welcome to the show, babe. Hey, how are you? I'm glad to be here. I am living the dream, and I'm super happy that I can make my listeners happy. Um, So for anybody that doesn't know Shanika, she is a luxurious Black woman, master manifester, author, serial entrepreneur, supermodel. I mean, you do it all. Yes, I do it all. I'm a Jill of all. <laughs> It's literally <laughs> a Jill of all trades. I like the sound of that. Um, first things first, this is a show about business and entrepreneurship. So I want to talk business. You have your hands in so many projects. Uh, the clothing store, you've yeah. got a podcast, you've got a hair company. Give me the full rundown. Like what are all the projects that you got going on? Well, so I, I have my hair company. It's S. Adams Collection. And from there, I branched off into there's various products on that website. And then I have the boutique, which is Shanika's Closet. I also have the blog, uh, which is incorporated with the podcast. The blog is called Simply Shanika, and the podcast is called Goddess Confessions. But both of those, like I said, are pretty much incorporated within one another. And I'm also a mentor slash life coach slash unlicensed therapist slash. <laughs> I like that unlicensed therapist. <laughs> same, sis. Same. <laughs> unlicensed, <laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So um, I pretty much do it all. My main focus and my main goal is just to keep women inspired. You know, like we we got to keep each other inspired out here because it's it's tough on a girl. So <laughs> we got to keep each other uplifted and inspired. So, yes. Agreed. Okay, got it. So that's kind of like the theme amongst all your businesses. Yes, pretty much. Inspiring pretty- other women. I like that. That's a good one. How do you juggle running so many brands? Like, do you have a team? Are you a solopreneur? How are you doing them all in a 24-hour day? Yes, I do have 
you know, people that help me with emails and everyday little things that I do. But really, everything pretty much is on my phone. So I just go from account to account, post what's needed and do all of that. But a lot of the logistics stuff, I do have someone to help me. But I enjoy, you know, working with the social media, creating content. I really enjoy that because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have anything to do. Because the way my businesses are set up, they pretty much run themselves. So I really enjoy being hands-on. And I will always be that way, no matter how big the businesses grow. So, yeah, you got to have a team. So I definitely want to emphasize that. Like graphic designers, photographers, makeup artists you know, someone to help you with the logistics. So it's important to have that, especially as you're growing. Now, see, I'm not there yet. I don't have a team. I run all my businesses myself, but I'm learning that I can't do that anymore. I don't want to work for myself. I want to be the CEO. I can't be my admin, my photographer, my social media person. I'm I'm learning to let go and outsource to people who are better than me at other things so that I can focus on what I'm actually good at and want to do. Exactly. So did you always have that issue or you just knew that you needed a team? Um, I didn't always have that issue, but I realized the more pots I stuck my hand into, the crazier things became, especially, you know, with the blog and the podcast, like that takes up a lot of time because I'm dealing with women and I'm mentoring and coaching and you know, I could do five calls in a day, so I have to schedule my time with that. But then I always just take the weekend off. So from Friday at five o'clock until, you know, Monday, Monday morning, morning. I, I'm, I'm off and then I'm back to it. So you got to always set aside that time for yourself. And I know sometimes people don't understand that because they want you, they want you to always be active. But I can't do what I do best if I don't take care of me. So you got to always remember to just take some time away from that and to replenish yourself so that you can get back to doing what you love doing. I like that answer. And that's a word for us uh, entrepreneurs. You cannot work 24 seven, 365. Don't work yourself into an early grave. Like what's the point of having a successful business that you can't enjoy? What's the point of stacking all this money that you can't use and you can't take vacation And for our customers and clients and supporters, just because you see me on social media at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night does not mean it's business hours. Yes, you know, I, you know, that's something that I really had to navigate, honestly, because I feel like, and I say this with all respect, because I love everyone that supports me, but I feel like sometimes people don't respect boundaries. And, you know, I have my personal page and my personal life. And yeah, like you said, I might be on social media at 11 o'clock on Saturday, but I'm not working. This is my time to do what I want to do and, you know, whatever I'm doing within that moment. And um, I just want people to understand that you got to respect boundaries. You know, there are people who they I, I have business emails and business websites and business web pages for that reason alone for you to reach out and email and contact there. Um, honestly, truthfully speaking, I don't like when people come on my personal page or email my personal email, like, hey, where's my order? Or, hey, da 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 da. I, I, I'm, I'm being respectful, but I really don't like that because I'm like, you know, it's unfair because I know you guys don't do this to everybody, but I feel like because some people think that you're accessible, that it's okay for them to just, you know, email you or reach out to you. But I'm like, I need my time away from that. I give all of my businesses the majority of my time. I really do, whether or not people know. 
that is all my time. So after those hours, I'm not working. I don't want to answer emails. I don't want to hear that. Some things can wait until the next morning or the next day. But I just want people to understand customers and other people. Just respect small business owners, you know, and be respectful of their time. And if they have professional emails and things set up, always email the company and don't email the owner just because you know who she or she or he may be. I approve this message. <laughs> I co-sign. I approve this message 3000%. I could not agree more. Like, I don't understand why I'm getting DMs on my personal page about something that you bought from my <laughs> university or from my podcast. Like, sis, I'm with you. I saw the email. It's yeah. just 2 a.m. on Saturday. So right. I'm not ignoring you. I just have to compartmentalize my exactly. life. Like, I yeah. love you, but I don't work for you. I work for me. So I, I feel you. And you know what? Maybe that's something that I should look into, like how other uh, entrepreneurs navigate that whole social media boundary, because I'm not good at it either. So I'm I mean, with you 100%. I don't reply. I know that might sound a little harsh, but I don't. My personal page is... is that my, exactly that. It's your personal you know, page. Yeah. Right. So I, I will not reply to you. That does not mean that I'm ignoring you or I'm being unprofessional or I'm a scammer because that's the biggest one. You know, if I don't reply, then people fly off the handle and want to call me a scammer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because I didn't answer you on my personal page, that's not professional. You don't email the CEO of Walmart or you sure don't. All places, you know, that you know of, you don't do that to them. So just have respect for small black business owners, because it takes a lot for us to do what we do. You yeah. know, I, I don't have the, the reward of having a huge conglomerate, like a Walmart, where they have many, many things that can outsource. So yes, I still have my hands in many of the things within the business. But just please try to respect, you know, my personal time and my personal life outside of business hours. That's all I ask. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed, agreed, agreed. Two million percent. Uh, And on that note, I think it's the perfect time for a get drunk cocktail of the week. Now, I know that you like wine. And I know that you are a healthy girl and you love a, a, a green chai latte, uh, you know, matcha shenanigan. But the name of the show is Get Rich or Get Drunk. So you've got yeah. to hit me with a cocktail, a type of wine, a champagne. Hit me. What do you like to relax with? Honestly, my favorite, favorite. I have two. So if it's not... I love wine, but honestly, it's Tito's and pineapple or it's a cosmopolitan. And I always do that with Kettle One. But if I had to pick between the two, it would be the Cosmopolitan. <laughs> I fell That's in love one. with that with uh, Sex in the City ever since I watched that when I was younger. I was like, oh. Biggest drinking Cosmos ever <laughs> since. You couldn't even drink, though. You weren't even old enough to drink. No. You said, when I get old enough. You might drink, and it was. That was <laughs> as soon as I turned 21. Her. That is a classic cocktail. Did you hear that Sex in the City is coming back? I did, and honestly, I'm not happy about that. Some shows just don't need a reboot. Like, we already had six or eight seasons of the show, and I think... Plus two movies. Right, plus the movies, and I think that's enough. Like, what more do we need? And I love that show because it's like every girl's Bible, and it helped me get through a tough time in my life, like, after a breakup, and it really 
helped me uplift myself again. So we don't need a reboot. Please, please don't do it. <laughs> Especially now without Samantha. Like, what's the point? What's the point? I need all four characters. What else are they going to do? I mean, you know, no shade, but y'all are 50 plus year old white women. I mean, <laughs> shade free. What else are you going to give? Like, it's not going to be the same. And I really hope that they reconsider and don't ruin a good thing. Like, let it just live. Let it live. I'll send them the link to this podcast, sis. Maybe they will. <laughs> Maybe between the two of us. On Sarah Jessica Parker's page, like, y'all need to know. Please, uh, no sense. <laughs> Hang it up. We're boycotting that. I agree. Um, I've got another question for you. So you have a really engaged audience. They listen to you, not just with their ears, but with their dollars. Uh, so many business owners want to make money using social media and are, and are unable to do so. How have you been able to monetize your social media? Because they buy whatever you're selling. Teach um, us your ways. Well, see, I... You know, I'm kind of like, I, I started on social media, at, I guess, at a good time. So I, I I had my footing already. I already had an audience. So that's the advantage that I do have or did have over most. But it's just, I'm just my authentic self. You know, that's just what I am. And, and I create good content that people like. And I create things that can help people or things that they like. Things that a lot of it is revolved around me. So my businesses are me. I am the business. And that is what I market. My life, who I am, and I'm very open and authentic with people. Um, you know, you just, you got to have something that people want or something that inspires them or something that they want to spend their money on. And that's totally up to how you package that and market that. Um, you know, from the blog and the podcast, like, I don't really seek to make a ton of money from that because I'm really doing a lot of that from my heart is what I really, really want to do. I really enjoy helping women. I really enjoy getting the emails and the DMs like, oh my God, you really helped me. Now I was doing this. Now I'm doing that. Honestly, that's the biggest reward. And from that, the money will come. You know, I have other businesses that feed me very well. Uh, you know, I have a partner in my life who takes great care of me too. So praise I've God take everybody's money from every avenue, but I do appreciate everyone that supports everything that I have, but just be your authentic self and whatever business you're going in or whatever you're trying to create, just make sure it's structured the right way and people will buy into it. And you just got to believe in yourself. Like I said, I'm very authentic. I'm very open and I create things that I know women need or they want and they just support it. And I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, oh, I love it. That's a good <laughs> takeaway, guys. It's just you can't don't try to be Shanika. Don't try to be Asia. It's not right. possible. You got to stand in your lane and stand in your truth and speak to that real place. Like if you're having a tough time in your business, tell your audience. If you're suffering from X, Y, Z issue, tell your audience. You don't have to tell them all your business. But that vulnerability, I think people can relate to that because they can shop with Amazon and likely get something that you sell or something similar, but they're buying from you because they like you, they know you, and they trust you. And if they don't like, know, or trust you, what's the point? Why wouldn't they just get it from somewhere else? Like you have to be vulnerable with your audience. It's social media. This is not, um, you know, a Forbes cover article. This is a space for you to be yourself. Use your Instagram stories to show who you really are as a person and let them connect with you. I think that's a... Major, major, major takeaway. I 
um, am inspired to be more authentic with my audience the same way, especially as a podcaster. I've been behind the scenes for years. And just this year, I started showing my face on on social and it's really helped my business. So I agree with that. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. It just depends on, you know, like I said, what your brand is mm-hmm. and is luxury spirituality everything fancy girly feminine it's that's that's naturally who i am but you know don't get it twisted though because i'm still that girl (laughs) but tell us more (laughs) i'm still that girl but you know that's just who i am so i figured out what works for me and that is what i'm putting my foot on the throttle for so you just got to figure out what works for your brand and just go for it people will support it if you believe in you Go for it. Here for that. Um, Perfect timing for the next question. We can feel the confidence vibrating from your page, like all your posts, the angles, the smile, the whole nine. But so many young women struggle in the confidence and self-esteem department, especially black girls. So did you always have high self-esteem or was that something you developed later in life? No, it's something that I literally developed I had to do this on my own like I, I'm, I'm telling you and I talk about this all the time like most black women you know you come from an environment where those things were not instilled in into you where you didn't have you know a strong strong figures like male father figures or even your our mothers sometimes you know play a part in that but at some point you just wake up and you got to take control of your life So I got tired of sitting around complaining and crying about how this person did this and how this person wasn't there and all of this. What does that accomplish? Nothing. Nothing. And I know that sounds harsh, but you really have to wake up and tell yourself that when you become a woman, it's your responsibility now. You can create the life that you want and you have to tell yourself that you're something special, that you're beautiful, that I'm confident. And even when I say that, I get chills because I really believe that. Can't nobody tell me any different. You know why? Because I take care of me at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, it is my responsibility to make myself happy. I can't look for external things. I I, I have all the purses. I have all the trinkets and everything. And I'm telling you, that stuff doesn't make you happy. It's just stuff that we use. So you have to look within yourself and heal The problem is a lot of women are suffering from things that they've endured in their childhoods, in their past, and they don't want to take control of their healing. I also have a podcast that speaks to this. It's actually called Take Control of Your Healing. But at some point, you have to take control of that and heal the hurt little girl. So I had to heal the hurt little girl that was crying and suffering. And And I'm like, you know, it's time to grow up. It's time to be a big girl. You got to be confident. You got to love yourself. You have all these amazing things going on. Are you going to let all of that tumble down because you're worried about what people have to say? Are you going to let those people hold the power because they took it away from you when you were younger? You got to take your power back. It's it's all about you. And I speak about that all the time. It's not about the purses or the trinkets and all of that fabulous stuff that you see. It's about how you feel within you. So work on you and heal. The first step is healing. After that, everything else will fall into place. And then you figure out who you want to be and you start showing up as that woman. I know who I want to be. You know, I can't be like that girl or that girl or whomever. I got to be Shanika. So who is Shanika? And let me create the best version of her and keep moving forward. 
And your confidence will beam after that. I agree. You know, guys, I know that you all love podcasts. So, of course, I will be linking Shanika's podcast in the show notes so that you, when you're done with this episode, you can run over there and check out that episode. That is not my specialty. And I stay in my lane. So I am going to forward you to her so that you can heal your inner self and raise your self-esteem. Self-esteem is key. Y'all know I preach about it every single week on this show. And every guest that comes on here agrees with me. If your confidence is not sky high and it should be, we got to get you together. That is why you're here. And that's why I've got girls like her on the show. Um, (laughs) On your blog, you talk a lot about your level up journey Mm -hmm. and the people want details. Okay. (laughs) We want, we want to know the when, the why, the how, how we can, the whole nine. Um, How did you know it was time to elevate your life? And then was there ever like an aha moment? Was there like one thing that happened to you that was just, I'm done with this. It's time to level up. Um, yeah, you know, there were many, many different things. It's just, I'll say when I turned 25, I also talk about this too. I go very deep into detail as well on the podcast. Um, but I, I don't know, around like 25, I just had like this awakening, you know, to me, the level up is spiritual. It's within. That's what leveling up means. It's figuring out who you are and completely owning that and living within that. But around 25, I don't know, I just had like this spiritual awakening. Something just slapped me in the face and it's like, it's time to wake up. And once I did, it was up from there. And I literally just had to change my life. around. And like I said, I had to do this on my own. There was no help. You know, there was no one encouraging me and pushing me because all those people started to fall out of my life. And I'm a very private person, so I'm prideful as well. So even when I'm going through things, sometimes I won't tell nobody. I'll internalize it. I'll go talk to my therapist or my spiritual advisor and I go from there. But prayer helps and therapy helps. Okay, I have a spiritual advisor. That helps. You cannot do it on your own. And I had to realize that I I can't do this on my own. I need help. So I had to seek out help. And one thing about it, my favorite saying is when the student is ready, the teachers will appear. That's Mm -hmm. so true. And it's just something that I felt within myself. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to tackle on everything. I'm ready to go forward. And it's not easy because trust me, I deal with lots of lots of things, you know, people that try to remind you of who you used to be and you can't let that affect you. We all grow. I am not the same girl that I was when I was 19 modeling and doing all that stuff. No way. Nobody stays the same. You are here to grow, to evolve, to gain knowledge, to grow spiritually consciously. So that is the whole point of it all. And once you understand that it's up from there, you have to silence the naysayers in your life and focus on you. Heavy on the silencing of the naysayers (laughs) and friends and family and sisters. That means your mom, that's a hater. Your baby (laughs) daddy, that's a hater. Your employer, that's a hater. Whoever it is, uh, blood, friends, or otherwise, if there is somebody in your life who gets joy from reminding you of how you used to X, Y, Z, instead of getting joy from celebrating that you're in a different space, you got to love that person from a distance. Wouldn't you agree? You have to, because some people are sent to you for that reason to keep you distracted. 
that's their purpose. And then some people, I just talked about this today, like some people just aren't there. So they're not going to understand where you're going because they are, they're comfortable either where they are or it's just not their time. And some people will not wake up and see things for what they are or to try to improve themselves. And even when it comes to family members, you know, you can love people, like you said, from afar, but they're not going to be involved in my life. Like, I'm so cutthroat about that because I'm so protective of my peace and everything that I have worked hard to accomplish in my life. So I'm very serious about that. I will cut somebody off in a heartbeat. I don't care who you are because I don't owe you anything. The only person I owe something to is myself. And I cannot pour from an empty cup. I cannot save anybody else unless I save myself first. And this is not selfish. Having boundaries and having standards and having self-worth is not it's not selfish because, like I just said, you can't pour from an empty cup. So you have to, to let people know, like, listen, I love you, but I don't like your energy. I don't like your attitude. I don't want to be around people that's always nagging and miserable and sad. There's so much more to life than that. And I don't do that. Like I said the other day, I left the quote on my page, like, no matter what, I'm going to enjoy life. I don't really pay attention to a lot of the negative stuff because I don't have to. And why should I have to be miserable? Because you are. Yeah. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Miserable. I used to be sad down in the gutter, but I'm not no more because I want better. So always, always keep that in mind. You cannot pour from an empty cup and having standards and self-love is never selfish. Never. I agree. I love it. See, you guys aren't just hearing it from me. You are hearing it from Shanika. She believes she supports the movement. Get rid of those negative people in your life. Edit your social media so that you are not following pages that make you sad and miserable or feel bad about yourself. Surround yourself with people that uplift you and support you and people that inspire you to want to be better and do better. Um, Perfect timing for a get rich tip. I know that you are about your coin, friend. So give us the get rich tip of the week. Okay, my my favorite app that I use that helps me save money and, and different things. It's so easy. It's called Acorns. I've talked about it so, so many times. Okay, we use our credit cards every day for stuff. I know I do. So basically with this app, you can look it up. Um, It's called Acorns. You attach your credit card to it. Whatever purchases you spend, it rounds up the uh, change. So let's say you spend, you go in the store and you buy something for $1.95. It'll round that purchase up to $2 and invest the $0.05 for you. And it's something so simple. It doesn't cost you any money. All you got to do is sign up and attach your credit card. And, you know, in two, three years, you've accumulated this huge lump sum of money that now is in your retirement and it's there. And it's also making money for you because just having money in a savings account is not going to do anything for you. Nothing. Money somewhere else so that it can make more money for you. And that's just one of the apps that I love and I stand by. I've been using it for years And I've saved so much money with that. And if I ever need to get that money, I can easily withdraw it. So that is my get rich savings tip for the week. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. I use Acorns. I talk about Acorns all the time. Uh, Love Acorns. It's Bay. The first year I used it, I think I had it set to like $5 a week. 
Um, yeah. And I looked up at the end of the year and had like four grand in that account. And I said, well, where did that money come from? Right. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even think about like and, and the more money I make, the more I said increase it. Yeah. Same. So like for me every month I deposit, I don't know, like two thousand dollars because and I just let it stack up. It just let it stack up. And I'm like, wow, look what I've accumulated at the end of the year. Whereas I would have spent this money on something so stupid. Shenanigans. Nothing. Ladies, you got to have your own money, own money, your own little nest egg. That gives you a peace of mind at the end of the day, outside of having a man, mm-hmm. outside of and have your own little nest egg. And it's not hard to do this. We just told you. It takes five minutes. I will link Acorns in the show notes. You guys know I've talked about it a hundred times. I will talk about it again. Actually, Acorns, y'all need to make me a brand ambassador. I know. Nika and I need a check because I talk about between Acorns, Digi, and Robinhood, I talk about them all the time. I need my check. Same. We, you know what? We're going to send y'all a joint email at Acorns. Get at me. Uh, I've got another question for you. So I have a, co- a course, excuse me called Lux365, and I teach women to experience more luxury in their lives every single day. I know that that is in line with your lifestyle as a high-value woman. How would you define a modern high-value woman, and how can our listeners level up and attain such a status? I mean, being a high-value woman is just knowing who you are, owning that, and just living in your truth, and just cultivating a life that works for you. You know, again, like I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have anything to do with you carrying a Chanel or a Birkin or anything like that. First, it's you. And if you believe that you are something special, that's where it's going to begin. After that, you cultivate and you write down and you script. Who do you want to be? Figure that person out. And then you start living as that woman. My whole thing is I come from poverty. I don't want to go back to that. Okay. Poverty, you know, slowly. It's not for me. I I don't want that. Okay. You know, and I'm not saying that to talk down on anybody. It's just, I don't want that. So you know what? I got to get out here and work and start creating the life that I want to keep myself from going back to that because I don't want that. So for me, it's about having a good quality of life. My quality of life matters because when you have a good quality of life, it's easy for you to remain in that high value state. You know, I I live in a, a, a beautiful home. Okay, I decorated it to my standards because Your home is your most sacred place. And I emphasize that so much. If you are living in a place that you're not happy with, if you feel unsafe, if you don't put effort into making your space beautiful, how can you go out into the world and do anything else if you can't even feel happy, relaxed and sexy and cool in your own home? I I love being at home, okay? because I feel sexy, I feel refreshed and I feel safe. So that is the that was the most important thing to me was is getting a space where I can completely exhale and and decorate it and make it feel like a home. And from there, all other areas of my life have to be quality. What I eat, where I go, what I wear, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading, what I'm doing, who I'm hanging out with. All of those things have to be quality. Sometimes people will make you feel like saying, you know, some things are beneath me because they are. Fact. Okay? 
Those Same. are just beneath me now because I've had experience. I've traveled and I've seen a lot of the world to understand there's more than life than just accepting mediocrity. I don't want mediocrity in my life. And if you're a high value woman, you know, you you respect that and you go after that 100 percent. Your quality of life matters. And that is, to me, the most important thing. I think that's a great definition. I could not have said that better than, <laughs> better myself. It's about having a, a standard, setting it, being mm-hmm. crystal clear about it, and not accepting anything one shade less than that, period. And that goes for a man, your job, your family, your health, your finances, all of the above. If you are only interested in excellence, that's all you will accept. And that's what makes you high value. Like you said, it's not about having a Birkin bag with no money in it. What's the point of that? It is about you looking like a check, feeling like a check and moving like a check, like just elevating your standard in every way of life. I am here for it. I think you nailed it. Yeah, I just because I, I just wanted to say that because sometimes I feel like from the outside looking in when people see me or other women and you hear this term leveling up in high value. I think that it's been saturated down to getting a rich guy and having a bunch of nice things. And I think that is what a lot of women, when they first see it, that's what they think. That's what they think. Again, all of those are just tools that come along for the ride. That's not the most important thing. It's just being a quality person and having a quality life. And and that's relative to the person because every girl don't want Birkin bags. Every girl right. don't want certain things. So it's it's, it's about what luxury is right. to you. What is quality to you? What is a quality man in a beautiful home to you? Because if you attach you being high value to a man, what happens when he leaves? If you attach being high value to a Chanel purse, guess what? A new Chanel purse coming out tomorrow. So now what? It has to be your inner work, your inner self, how you feel about you. I mean, please, if I had $5 in my pocket, I would still be a high value woman because that's who I've decided I am. It has nothing to do with anybody but me. Absolutely. And don't let those, don't let what you don't have make you feel inadequate because again, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You've got a strong mind. You've got values. You've got intellect. If you decide that you are a baddie or a high value woman or you're leveling up, then that's who you are. And nobody can take that away from you. Agreed. 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 And that's why Shanika's on the show, because she's smart. y'all. I told y'all that. Uh, I got another question for you. And this one came from Instagram. I told you when people heard you were going to be on the show, they got excited, sis. <laughs> So I got this question a couple of times. Um, If you could go back in time and give yourself, give your younger self one piece of advice, what age would you go back to and what advice would you give yourself? Gosh, I would go back to age 19. Oh, early, sis, early. (laughs) Yes, because, you know, I felt like I got into a very serious relationship so young and I didn't really get time. I felt like to find myself. So I would encourage any young girl to books before boys because boys bring babies. I know y'all have heard that before. Focus on yourself. When you're that young, you don't know nothing about nothing. You got to allow yourself to make mistakes and go out there and experience life. Start figuring out things. Allow yourself and give yourself room to make mistakes. 
that's what your 20s are for, for you to figure out what the heck, like, what, what am I doing? What am I going to do? OK, I thought this might work. It may not. So it's OK for you to be making these mistakes and don't get so caught up in these guys. So many women put their self-worth in men. And I get it, like I said, because it stems from a lot of things from our childhood, which is why I said you got to heal yourself. But they put so much into men instead of themselves, and then they always end up with nothing. You you cannot be that person. And your your 20s are, I love to say, you're just your golden years. Don't just give that away. Focus on yourself. Go get that education. Start that career, okay? Build that foundation and figure out the woman that you want to become. Everything else is just noise. If it's not serving you for your best good, Leave it alone. Focus on yourself. Get that education. Get that career going. And the men will come after that. Agreed. Now, would your 19-year-old self have listened? Probably not. I know mine wouldn't. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Nope, no, not at all, honey. I wanted to be on a yacht with the shenanigans. I was with the boys and the tomfoolery at 19. I wouldn't have listened. No, of course. No, we probably wouldn't have. But see, that's the beauty of life. It's about growth. And it's it's never too late for you to level up your life because, you know, there's lots of women that follow the blog, you know, women that are 40 plus, 50 plus, and they feel like it's too late. It's never too late to change your life around to start being happy. It's never too late for that. I'm just happy that I woke up like really quick before I wasted any more time on foolishness. But it's never too late. You you can start right now. Agreed. Like, I'm I'm going forward. I'm making the best out of everything. Forget everything else. I love it. Make yeah. the rest of your life the best of your life. Whether you are listening to this episode and you are 19 or 69, girl, you got time. You've got breath in your body. You're blessed with another day, another year. Especially if you survived 2020 and the shenanigans <laughs> that that was. Use that. Use the fact that you're listening to this show as evidence that the universe loves you, wants the best for you, and you're listening to this message for a reason. Like, it was meant to be that I'm having this episode with with Shanika. It's meant to be that you're listening to it. Do something about it. Like, don't feel like it's too late for you. You're not in the grave, girl. You're good. You've got breath in your body and a strong mind. That is all you need to change your life. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> uh, I know you are a big reader. You always post about books on your social media. Every week, I like to ask my guests for the rich girl read of the week. What book has changed your life or changed your business? Like, hit me with it so I can get my Kindle open and get mine. Ooh, two books. One, two of my oh, favorites. Even are better. The Alchemist. I heard mm-hmm. The Alchemist and All About Love. Uh, by Bell Hooks is two of my favorite books, but All About Love is is a really, really good book because I don't think that many of us understand the, the whole self-love journey or just how to love, period. And this book will really, really break that down for you to help you get a very, very, very good understanding of it. So All About Love is my number one and The Alchemist, just because it's on a spiritual tip. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for it. And as you guys know, every week, I will link the books that Shanika recommends in the show notes. You don't have to look for them. They will be there for you. Um, I knew this episode was going to be fire. 
I knew you were going to give me the juice and the dirt and the content, and I am here for it. It was a pleasure to have you, babe. Where no. can we get more information? Where can we follow you? Where can we find you? Yeah, so the quickest and easiest way is just on Instagram. Um, Simply Shanika is the name. Or just go to the website, simplyshanika.net, and you can find everything there and the blog and everything is listed there. So just go to the website. I love it. I will have all of it linked in the show notes, and I will see you guys next week. Again, I want to thank the beautiful Shanika Adams for joining me on this week's episode. As usual, you guys can find me. It's Asia at GetRichOrGetDrunkTrying.com if you want to email me or get rich or get drunk trying on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on everything. I love you guys and I'll see you next week.